Hi, welcome to the 85th episode of In The Retreat. This is Danny. And this is Nadia. Hello. And today we are ushering in 2023 <laughs> and all the things we've been up to already in the new year. I know. Um, it has been very intense for the two of us. And already this weekend, we're ushering the year of the rabbit. Um, so everything has just kind of collapsed into one because Singapore Art Week was from 5th January to 15th January. And then we had like school starting, we had LaSalle Open House as well. And we were both um, doing projects for Singapore Art Week or SAW for short. So we're going to just spend this episode talking about what we did and what we saw. Yeah, what we saw yeah. and saw. <laughs> yes. So what did you do, Danny? Tell us. So this was something I mentioned in our last episode where I was talking about a project I'm doing with DEC. And today I just went over, it was the last, it's the last day of the installation. Um, so DEC is one of the photography and moving image galleries or so exhibition places um, in Singapore. And for for temporarily, they were having their office in Peace Centre, which is one of Singapore's oldest malls around the vicinity. It's quite near to LaSalle. And uh, talk, while talking to the different shop owners and um, residents at Peace Centre, uh, Gwen, the curator, started to unearth all these different narratives of um, Peace Centre, which had, you know, some of the shop owners had been there since like it first opened in the 1970s. So I was uh, paired up with uh, Emily Cheng, who was the um, shop owner of M's Boutique, and she's been at Peace Center since 1976. So I was invited to come in and um, respond to her story um, in an installation format. And I know that you went over yesterday. Yay! And um, how I responded was by being inspired by the ads and the kind of uh, working women that Emily has been dressing for the past almost 50 years. Um, and her story was really interesting to me as somebody who, you know, has been researching about um, women's lives and Singapore fashion in the last, in the last two years, been doing quite a lot of projects around that. So Emily herself uh, started as a sales girl at Trend Boutique. And I also referenced one of your texts for um, for this project uh, where you were talking about the development of our nascent uh, fashion industry. <laughs> so in the 70s, uh, you mentioned um, that, uh, you know, manufacturers like Vivi and Baba were manufacturing for uh, global companies and um, we did have manufacturing in Singapore that slowly dwindled out. And we can see that in Emily's story as well. She started by uh, sewing uh, dresses at uh, in Chinatown. She employed 20 seamstresses and eventually moved more to a wholesale um, to a wholesale uh, system. And uh, it's pretty amazing to see how she has managed to keep her business alive for 50 years and you know all the different women that she has dressed and I, I met some of those customers while trying on clothes there in her store. So that was quite, a, it was a really interesting and fun project. Um, and I used some of my budget to also purchase dresses there. So 
it was very nice the way that the whole uh, artwork could respond and interact with the residents at the center. Yeah. Um, you know, I loved looking at the Insta stories that people were putting up of your project before I went down because it was so impossible during Singapore Art Week when I was very, very busy. Um, and it was still fun to see it in person in the window display because it felt very layered, you know, like there, there you were in all these dresses with your beautiful makeup. And I <laughs> loved how you, how you moved and how you posed and how you gestured. My yeah, so good. Um, my favorite is the one where you did this, you know, that one. <laughs> and then I think was, that was so cute. Um, I mean, not meant in a derogatory way. Like, it's so cute, but it is so cute. And I, I just couldn't help but smile when I saw that. Um, in the quiet of the mall, and I thought the one with the telephone kind of like ringing, um, in the air was really fun too. Um, and for me, it felt both familiar and foreign because I'm familiar with these um, advertising spreads, of course, because that's also my area of research, like magazines, the 70s, the 80s, and um, how working women were portrayed in these women's magazines, and then how boutiques like M's Boutique or Trend or Mims, um, all of them were trying to figure out how to almost like mimic women so that they could see themselves reflected in these images and then yeah. you know to them feel like this want to buy you know what is um being advertised and I also liked how you know you use the the screen because it's not static you kind of were like coming from the top coming from the bottom coming from <laughs> the side and it just felt kind of retro but also rather futuristic I, I just loved it so much um, and I watched so it for like a few cycles. Um, <laughs> and I think it popped up to be like, oh, hello. Like, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but it was really cool. And it was fun also to see that the screens were the mannequins' faces, right? So yeah. then it was nice. It was like you were embodying um, the working women, which is then also represented by the mannequins. So yeah, very layered. Yeah, they were like this, uh, the screens. <laughs> We, we, we had to um rig them onto the mannequins. It was it was really fun. It was a bit challenging, but I'm really glad I did the project and got to know Emily. And it was it felt like a really it it, it it really felt so 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 nice to be um during the tours and meeting all the people and seeing everybody's response. And I'm glad that the artwork was fun and I'm so glad that you could see all those references of course you would <laughs> and yeah, yeah it's, it's really great um and I think it also builds very well on your existing body of work you know thinking about women's place in society and like how to represent them I, I feel like you always represent them in a rather humorous way but also highlighting their strength and their industrious sort of like nature so yeah, that's that's nice to build upon it. Um, so I think I will then talk also about what I did. I mean, I did quite a number of things, not all to do with fashion, um, but one thing that was very fashion focused was a talk I did with um, Cersei, uh, with Cersei Hanestrosa, who is head of school at La Salle, College of the Arts School of Fashion, and also the very famous curator of the amazing Frida Kahlo shows at the Vienna Museum, Brooklyn Museum, Palais Galliera, 
Um, so Cersei and I were invited by um, UBS um, through Saturn Asia to give a talk to UBS VIPs at this mega art fair called ArtSG that happened in Singapore over the second weekend of Singapore Art Week. And it was an interesting series called Silent Insights. And I first heard that, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Like if I'm giving insights, <laughs> um, but all was reviewed when we arrived because what happened is like we're on stage and then there are people who can like watch us and listen to us, but then they all have like headphones on. So if you are oh. in the lounge, but you don't really wanna, like listen, you don't have to. Um, but if you do, then you can listen through the headphones and see us on stage live. Then I was like, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> anyway, we talked about um the intersection of art and fashion, which is uh, really fun for me to do because, you know, I think for Singapore, of course, my projects were very art focused, um, did a lot of events, did emceeing, did like, you know, operational things, also did like press coverage. But this was great because it was also the last day of Singapore Art Week and it was my very last engagement for the very busy 10 days. And I loved how it just encapsulated my interest in art and fashion. And I yeah. talked about how they intersect um, both in my own work, but also through the work of artists. So I gave two examples. One would be the Pinari Sampitak collaboration mm -hmm. with Maison Valentino at Warehouse Hotel, um, which is curated by Dr. Weira Warit, who is also the curator or one of the curators of the Bangkok um, Art Biennale. And that was fun to see. Um, and then another one I referenced was um, an artist whose work I have enjoyed for many years now. It's Wawi Navarosa. And she is, um, she was born in the Philippines. And then she uses kind of these like really amazing self-portraits to uh, think about, I think, issues of or like identity um, and the body. And, you know, they're just very captivating um, images. So it was nice for me to think about the intersections um, and especially to situate it in Southeast Asian practices, you know, my own yeah. uh, Pinaris or Wawis. Um, so that was really fun for me. And it wasn't too stressful of a talk, I thought, because it was just like a half hour, you know, and it was, yeah. um, so it was just like a conversation between like friends and colleagues kind of thing. Yeah, so that was nice. Um, I didn't get to see much of Singapore Art Week um, because well, I kind of did through the events I was doing, but also not so much because, you know, it, it felt more like work than something I'm I could just sit back and enjoy as an audience. Yeah, but yeah. Um, did you see anything else that you know, struck you that had to do with fashion or the body? Um, I went also to Art SG. Um, thanks for the invites. <laughs> and, we got to see, I mean, there were some textile works that were really interesting mm -hmm. and just so many galleries. Um, yeah. Not necessarily fashion, but for example, the Tropical Institute from the Philippines had some like textiles that mm -hmm. they were showing uh, in different contexts and just the, just this resurgence of like thinking about materiality, thinking about textiles as not only something that we dress in, but also something that helps us communicate and you know show like the artistic um, craftsmanship of different um, cultures was there as well. 
Yeah. yeah, I think that reminds me of another showcase that happened during Singapore, which is um, Sea Focus, which was at Tanjung Pagar District Park, because there were quite a number of textile works there as well. Mm. So, for example, there was like Ari Bayaudri's uh, work um, with Mizuma Gallery, where he had this huge woven textile that he had put together with... Um, like an, a community um, and I think it's really fun to think about you know how he uses found objects um, oftentimes from the sea or um, from communities who that live mm. near the sea and that was really fun to see but there were also other textiles like you know with um, Adeline Quay and Hazel um, Lim's works and they're of course part of the Critical Craft Collective and they're also our colleagues at La Salle but they both had works that were woven um, and on display at Sea Focus. And I think one of the standout works would also be um, Jumadi's work with 39 plus art space, where it was like, you know what they use for wine coolie, which is like buffalo hide. And then it's like really intricate lace-like structure to like these really beautiful narrative vignettes. So I really appreciated how um, there was a focus on these types of more craft-based artworks at Sea Focus, which, you know, I, I think you're right. You know, I also saw quite a number at Art SG. I think at Art SG, it just happened because there was such a sheer volume of artworks that, you yes. know, you're bound so many, to have. So many galleries, yeah. Yeah. So um, that is our rather kind of like truncated point of view, uh, points of view of Singapore Art Week, because I think when you are a participant in it, it's so hard to like catch everything. Um, I'm sure we've missed out on some amazing kind of fashion-based project as well, but that's it for this episode, I guess, because we forgot <laughs> to watch the time and I don't know whether we've overshot. <laughs> but thank you so much um, for watching, for listening. And if you haven't already checked it out, we have a full directory over at fashionandmarket.net slash in the vitrine. You can listen to all the back episodes. Bye. Thank you. Bye.